Hello Madhuranistas welcome back to another episode of the Let's Be Real podcast I'm joined today by Jacob we're tackling an important game today uh it will be a small and quick episode but it's an important big game over the week um but before we get into all that how are you today Jacob you good not exactly good feeling a little bit under the weather but you know feeling I confident know. because it's <laughs> a really good run so Fair enough. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I can. I think I can hear the weather outside. Or oh, you mentioned that it's raining. Yeah, it's raining, it's raining, and dogs are howling. So, lot of yeah, it, it adds to adds to the the tension of the game building up over the week. Fair enough, lad. Fair enough. Um, so for today's episode, we'll go through a preview um, for a game coming up against RB Leipzig. We'll look at we'll look at RB Leipzig first, and then we'll talk about our team. um we'll talk about how our team might line up the issues that we're facing the biggest questions that we have to answer and we'll also end with our predictions as always uh and we'll also give you some small pointers along the way what do you think jacob is that a good 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 overall yeah, structure yeah looks like you have the sort planned out yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah when when it's me hosting you know you know it's different <laughs> different gravy talking about different gravy um rb leipzig just uh, dispatched dortmund 3-0 over the weekend in one of the most watched games recently from rb leipzig and the dortmund fans are upset um and with good reason um the new coach for rb leipzig is none other than marco rose the ex uh, dortmund manager but marco rose has always been a a figure of much debate especially in germany uh, because he went from he was a manager at munich gladbach they were having an incredible season uh, in between he left to go to dortmund where he has been sacked after one season now he is at rb leipzig and uh, it's weird but i mean marco rose jumping teams okay maybe that part is weird but uh, rb leipzig look to be finally cooking and uh, yeah and marco rose what do you, what do you have to what, what do you think jacob about everything yeah uh, from the dortmund game like i did uh, take a look at uh, some of the highlights uh, mm-hmm. but uh, i am still step skeptical you know like uh, dortmund uh, are uh would i would say dortmund are one of the most easiest teams to uh, really steamroll if you are really on your game uh, for that particular day Ooh, but they can the fans are really great <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so, so i would say like uh, it's still too early to say but uh, it looks like they're on an upward trajectory and we should be more careful yeah we can't be as laid back as we would have been um especially under tedesco and tedesco uh, leipzig had a 4-0 loss against eintracht frankfurt who we dispatched beginning of this season or end of last season depending on how you want to look at it and uh, shakhtar donetsk had a 4-1 game against rb leipzig to add uh, insult to injury let's say rb leipzig are 10th in the bundesliga which is uh, let's just say it's not what uh, red bull pay them for anyway Yeah, a lot of money coming in <laughs> yeah and uh, nothing happening which is which is something that uh, that bundesliga has been slowing rb leipzig for 
But yeah, I think that part, I mean, I was okay. I was very confident all the way until the Marco Rose appointment and the 3-0 game against Dortmund. Maybe Dortmund were uncharacteristically bad. But uh, it just makes me want to be a little bit more, uh, maybe check my confidence at the road. Yeah, cautious against against approaching this game. Uh, we're also seeing seeing some familiar faces from last season facing RB Leipzig. A- anything oh, yeah, to add there? About, you're talking about Timo Werner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Timo Werner went back Wait, to. Uh, did he actually score against us with Chelsea, or uh, was it rolled out? I feel like did he came he? close on a lot of occasions. A lot of goal line clearances from us. I yeah, I, th- I think it was a goal line clearance. Honestly, at this point, I don't remember. Uh, I stopped paying attention to Timo Werner for good or for, for bad. I don't know. Uh, we also see some uh, phenomenal talents on the pitch. Uh, Christopher Nkunku has been the talk of Bundesliga for uh, for some time now. And uh, Emil Forsberg, their number 10. They're all good players. Um, but they seem to be having an off-season. Or it might just be that they seem to be having a debatable start to their season. The team hasn't been coming together quite well. I, I don't know. I, maybe I expect us to steamroll them. But then again, that's just me. I'm always confident, and it, it comes back to bite me in the ass. Uh, people listening <laughs> would know. Yeah, we should actually like, uh, uh, hold us accountable to our uh, predictions, so we know who is the worst at predicting stuff. <laughs> oh no, yeah, that that is probably me. I mean, I still expect us to win every game. It's just just a part of who I am at this point. <laughs> Uh, no, but you mentioned all these uh, players uh, mm-hmm. and them having an off-season. Like, uh, do you see any sort of improvements from individual players uh, with regards to changes uh, that Marco Rose made in the mid-season? I, I should think so, because Marco Rose uh, has a history of playing, I mean, his preferred formation is the diamond, so 4-4-2, with a lot of uh, attacking football, a lot of... Um, active, high-paced football with the ball always moving forward or, or then trying to always keep the ball forward, uh, which which will definitely benefit players like Nkunku and Werner because they, they, they can always be on the front foot, um, giving us attacking threats, which reminds me of another team that we, um, that we recently dispatched. Jacob, what do you... What what team do you think that is and what do you think of our performance? Yeah, someone who always attacks and keeps attacking? Celtic, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So we had Celtic, uh, and we had a good game against Celtic, even though we were on the back foot for a little while um, in the beginning. Let's say half for the for the for, for the first half. Thirty minutes. Yep. Yeah, thirty minutes, and then we be. I guess we just appeared to show our quality um, after the first half. Uh, I don't know. Do you expect to see the same, or do you think it will be a little bit different with our Leipzig or with the, with how I, the teams might line up? I'm actually predicting a really uh, similar game because mm-hmm. uh, just judging from our first half performances, we have uh, become a second half team. <laughs> <laughs> we need a goal or two to wake us up, or at least uh, them steamrolling us, like steamrolling. Like even if they don't score, uh, it takes us it takes a few efforts against our goal. Uh, are getting worked up in order mm-hmm. for us to. Uh, wake up for the second half at least. So I just hope like uh, they don't get any easy chances and uh, mm. yeah. Except I'm expecting a really similar game, the one against Celtic. 
I guess it's just we're sitting back inviting a lot of pressure which which works against teams like Celtic who eventually run out of steam. Um I don't know what it will turn out to be against Leipzig but um do you see that there's a problem there that we aren't on our I mean this this is not the team from Mourinho who can outscore literally any opponent. Uh I I still don't think that we're capable of going to that extent yet. Um what do you think is it a good thing is it a bad thing is it just uh, a a mix of both I'm going to ask you like a follow up question like I we definitely I agree like we definitely not going to outscore our opponents like uh, with a Mourinho esque uh, attack yeah. uh, but uh, like again like uh, with Zidane's last season with us we just shut up shop after scoring a goal like this team is not capable of that too yeah <laughs> where are we at actually <laughs> I think we were at that point where we just uh, <laughs> it used to be cross and inshallah for us uh right now it's just mental fortitude uh like whatever happens the game's not over until it's over i think we were at that point where we prepared to do whatever uh it might be i, I don't know we can look at the whole UCL um campaign last season it could just be that we will play some somewhat like uh, in the final against liverpool or it might also be that we'll just uh, power through uh, similar to the game against uh, city um, okay um, no but in order to do that um, you think we have like a really like way stronger midfield than them because they do play a diamond which means they crowd the center mm-hmm. of the park too and mm-hmm. uh, keep up the pressure uh, yeah. so do you think we have the midfield to uh, do the task today that's an interesting question um it might just come down to Uh, a battle in the midfield a battle of possession a battle of pinging passes across uh, so short passes that uh, because they have four players they can afford to do more and keep us on the back foot keep us uh, always guessing where the next ball would be um, but the quality of our midfield are not uh, i'm not prepared to back off of defending the quality of the midfield uh, we've been shown time and time again and Sunay would agree with me uh, Tony Cruz is having a absolute i don't know his his best season perhaps his best start to the season yet uh, Tony Cruz is cooking Luka Modric getting multiple standing ovations uh, so far and uh, i don't know Valverde perhaps having uh, he he's creating his highlight reel at this point he's doing so much incredible stuff it's crazy and um, who else who else would you prefer i mean i know we're missing casemiro but uh, do you think that position has now been more or less taken up by chomini or uh, do you think we're still lacking support there yeah like uh, i would expect him to start uh, these bigger games uh, mm-hmm. we can't just afford to have uh, tony cruz uh, handling the cdm role yeah especially with a uh, diamond uh, where they can potentially overrun us with their cm also uh, mm-hmm. being on good form Mm-hmm. so i would expect uh, to have many to help uh, re- really uh, mm-hmm. and i just hope we can just play out the pressure and you know get some passes going true yeah i i also see that uh, we'll have some problems around along the right hand side uh, especially considering how uh, carvajal was constantly under pressure um, throughout the last couple of games whenever we have opponents who are pinging passes and making those forward runs there's always a chance to catch kavahal out on his well on his pace at this point uh, we'll just call it that because he's older uh, he isn't what he was 
Um, do you also think that we should start Valverde just to have a makeshift uh, protection for Kawhi? Yeah, like, uh, uh, to just to give them give some context, like uh, we did have a few injuries, right? So this would be probably a good time to talk about one of them. I feel like uh, Lucas Vasquez is not going to make it uh, for this uh, fixture. True, so yeah. We're not. So that, that's uh, actually we, a really recent update. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, so. I guess we don't have a choice in uh, uh, who gets to play right back. I feel like Vasquez uh, is uh, better at dealing with uh, more pacey players. Mm. Uh, but so Ancelotti has his hands tied. Uh, he's definitely going to start uh, Valverde on the right side. True, and yeah. with two of many starting as well, like uh, we should expect a really solid team going forward. Mm. That, I mean, talking about injuries, it also brings the interesting question of uh, Militao, who is uh, also injured for the game. Um, I mean, I think at this point, we expect Rudiger to start. Um, um, I guess then the question is, how did Rudiger match up to your expectations in the previous game? And uh, how do you expect him to, pro to perform? I mean, realistically, I know how you want him to perform. The question is, how do you realistically expect him to perform? Which is a different question altogether. I expect, like, um, just judging from pa uh, previous performances, I expect him to really put in a solid shift. Mm -hmm. uh, just hope uh, he just doesn't uh, get too eager as he tends to sometimes mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, leave uh, spaces behind. And yeah. we know Carvajal can't cover for him. So Absolutely. let's just hope he's on top of his game and he gets to each and every of those balls that he goes in forward to. Yeah, actually, yeah, it, it makes sense. Uh, there has also been some criticism raised recently with uh, Mendy. I think the subreddit called it ball watching because he was just observing the ball go in uh, from the corner pinged in uh, for the first goal in our last game. Uh, the, the first goal that we conceded that eventually woke us up, true. Uh, but then Mendy has... Uh, maybe it's just we're judging him too harshly for that. But uh, yeah, do we have a backup or do we have sufficient cover for Mendy is another question that demands to be answered at this point, I guess. What are your thoughts? Um, like, uh, just to touch up on uh, Mendy's ball-watching abilities, I feel like uh, <laughs> we've been uh, really <laughs> uh, weak on our set pieces and our marking. Like, I know you guys touched up on this all, like a lot on the previous podcast, mm -hmm. but it could have been any one of our defenders. Like, all of them, I'm pretty sure, would have been ball-watching in those uh, situations. True, um, yeah. So, I wouldn't like to single out Mendy, and, mm -hmm. but still, like, uh, just talking about his uh, replacements, I feel like Nacho uh, can uh, sub in and put in a solid shift. If we are really looking to shut up shop, mm -hmm. Nacho is the player to go. That actually makes a lot of sense, especially have we, have we seen enough of Nacho this season? I don't feel like we've seen enough of Nacho. Uh, I, think, I guess that means that we probably should at this point, um, considering all the all the resources that are that are pretty much available to us at this point, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you see him uh, get any relevant minutes uh, for this UCL game? Um, I would think not, but... I don't think so, yeah, same. Um, but I think it's an interesting option to have. I mean, Nacho has always been, you know, that Heck, yeah, player. We have, we have hella depth in the back line. Just, uh, Absolutely, just yeah. an RB uh, that's uh, kind of wanting. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I mean, Alaba has been... I don't know. We don't mention Alaba just because he's been amazing. Um, then again, uh, Rudiger did score a goal over the 
weekend game. Um, I mean, it. I guess that raises his confidence, but I just hope that it doesn't raise his confidence that much that he makes the weird runs that he does sprinting down the middle of the field. Uh, that is always a headache. I don't think we have sufficiently. Uh, yeah, we can cover that sufficiently. But then, the only person uh, who would warrant those kind of runs would be Sergio Ramos. But yeah, I, I trust Ramos. Yeah, at this point, I don't trust the rest of our backline yet, uh, and I'm hoping they prove me wrong. <laughs> but then we, we've talked about the backline, and I, I don't think we need to talk about Cordoba because uh, man's been on fire. Still, uh, unfortunately, couldn't keep clean sheets uh, recently. But then it's. Uh, not even recently. Like, uh, I don't think we kept a clean sheet this season. Oh, God, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's always yeah. one goal, so at least that's a good sign. That's just sad, though. Like, it's, it, it's usually such a, such an amazing shot that he can't do anything about it. You've seen him make absolutely amazing saves throughout, throughout games, like all the time and all the time, throughout completely. I'm, I'm talking 90... I don't know, 89 minutes and 30 seconds just making absolute world-class saves. And then there's some 30 seconds where there's something or the other glitching in our backline or some amazing play, uh, individual brilliance. And then it takes just that, that those not even 30 seconds, maybe 10 seconds to concede a goal, which is uh, pretty sad considering that Koto has been on the form of his life. Um, the, 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 I guess the ability... Uh, to completely lock it down and keep clean sheets is uh, missing at this point. But then that brings me to the next part of it. I mean, we've been outscoring um, teams convincingly. Um, all the score lines have looked pretty good, which brings me to our front line with Karim Benzema still being injured and expected to be injured for another two weeks approximately. Um, and players like Vinicius, uh, and Fede Valverde doing absolutely amazingly. Um, and also we have Eden Hazard who had an amazing game, but then an off game. He's been on and off. Just, yeah, it is what it is. And Rodrigo, what do you expect for our front line to, or rather, who do you expect the goals from? Goals from, like, uh, yeah, it depends on who starts also, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So let's say um, Valverde is, uh, like we discussed, uh, we on absolutely right need to yeah. lock down the right-hand side. Mm -hmm. So that just leaves us with a ST uh, position or a centre-forward position that's a doubt. Mm -hmm. um, but just judging from the last game, uh, if you look at Hazard's game, he was acting too much like an attacking midfielder uh, instead of you know hugging closer to the uh, opponent's uh, penalty line. And mm -hmm. uh, that was causing us issues uh, in the build-up as well. Mm -hmm. So he has all of these flicks that uh, can unlock defenses, but uh, I feel like Rodrigo is uh, more than capable of, you know, leading our line and uh, performing in that role of uh, hugging close to the defender's back line and doing the job. So yeah, I feel for Hazard, man. Yeah, I feel for Hazard. I mean, he had a he had a classy game, and then an off game where I guess his position wasn't what the team needed, and then Rodrigo comes on and has a screamer of a game, screamer of a goal. And uh, Hazard's back to square one, I guess. Uh, again, a question mark about Hazard's abilities, or it might just be that Rodrigo is too good to, you know, to bench in favor of Hazard, who may or may not be amazing. 
Yeah, it, it is a strange one because uh, Hazard has played the centre forward role for Chelsea, especially. Uh, was it under Mauricio Sari, I guess? I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then he, he was uh, performing really well. He could uh, hug close to the defending line and mm. uh, he could do basically everything as a centre forward. It, maybe it's just the instructions that he's been giving uh, to help build up play and then drop back more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's also the. Yeah, things are not looking up for Hazard at the moment. Uh, but then again, it's just uh, it's a matter of minutes. Uh, whenever Hazard gets subbed on for more time, maybe he has that spark still left in him to just flip the game on its head, just like that. Uh, it's also a question of, uh, again, dropping back, depending on how, how frequent the attack is or how intense the attack is. You need a player who can shift uh, forward as well as backward, which Hazard may not have the pace to anymore. Yeah, for sure. Pace or the energy to do so. Yeah, true. Uh, Valverde, on the other hand, has been a machine through and through. He's been everywhere, uh, spotted all over the field. He's got an amazing goal uh, in the last uh, La Liga game as well, all on his own. And uh, I feel like if it had been any other youngster in any other team, in any other league, we wouldn't hear the end of it. But because it's Real Madrid, um, yeah, the media is what it is. Which I just think that we should talk about that. Because Fede Balbari deserves everything, man. He's so class, an amazing player. And I'm just excited to see what he brings to the games that we have. There's uh, no words uh, left to describe this man. He has really switched it on since the Liverpool game or even from the last uh, UCL uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. So he has really got his attacking uh, capabilities down to uh, perfection right now. So he, the rest of the team knows how to play with him. And uh, uh, we can always expect his cutbacks and crosses to be super accurate. And attackers are getting to the end of it. Uh, But then, yeah, from the previous game, like if you see, he was deployed on the basically right side of the midfield. But he was in, uh, making challenges uh, on the left back position when mm-hmm. uh, Mendy was left wanting. So True. I can, I can see him do the same for this game as well. Like uh, if Nkuku absolutely burns Mendy and goes, like you can mm-hmm. always trust Fede Valverde to make up the difference and put a challenge in to clean up after everybody on the team. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. There's, there's also, I mean, he sprinted seventy meters approximately to score that goal. Absolutely amazing. Which brings me to Vinicius, who's been cooking all season. He's scored in five consecutive games, um, which is an interesting stat to consider. And adding to that stat, uh, it will be our eighth straight win in all competitions this season. If we manage to, I mean, I guess not if, when we manage to win at RB Leipzig. I hope I'm not jinxing this. Don't jinx Jesus it, yeah. Christ. Yeah, I'm talking too much. But yeah, I'm the host today and it's a two-person panel. So I'll say what I want. If the, <laughs> um, if the listeners, if the viewers disagree with me, yeah, you can just uh, reach out to me on Instagram to, to, oh, to raise your concerns. Calling for, calling for toxic DMs, okay? <laughs> I am. Yeah, at this point, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah. To your concerns about, yeah. Uh, Vinny has been like really cooking. Uh, mm-hmm. 
he has taken up the mantle that uh, benzema even though uh, even when he was fit he was kind of having an off season by underperforming his xg i mean mm-hmm. his build up play and uh, other uh, general positioning was like pretty spot on for, to mm-hmm. start the season with but uh, he was underperforming his xg and then vinicius really has been picking up the slack that uh, benzema has been doing and then so i expect the same to continue like you wouldn't bet on this man not scoring for the next game absolutely if i was a bookie i'd say everything in on vinicius getting on the end of all the crosses coming in uh, even with benzema i guess his um, injury was not something that was brought on all of a sudden i think this season he's been worked way too much and maybe the injury has been building over time and you just saw that uh, in the previous ucl game but then once he's back we won't have that uh, target man problem anymore hopefully that happens soon i mean i breathe easier knowing that karim benzema is there um, yeah man your uh, whole tone of your voice changed while talking about benzema we could like feel your sadness yeah i don't know i'm really sad man <laughs> yeah i'm just uh, i'm concerned because benzema should be having a world class season um, should be because also well the world cup as we keep mentioning is on its way uh even if france absolutely have the uh, champions curse benzema i just hope that benzema has a really really good season to cap off everything that he's been consistently performing but yeah i guess this injury uh gives him some rest at least yeah it could be a blessing in disguise like if you look at it one way like early on in the season we don't really need him to dispatch teams of this mm-hmm. uh, caliber mm-hmm. so maybe a good rest is what he needs Absolutely. Let's hope that is the case, and let's hope he comes back rejuvenated. Um, I don't know what else was there to talk about. I guess we said we did talk about uh, so, like uh, no, like uh, we d- touched upon their midfield, uh, how Leipzig attack, but uh, how do you see their forward line performing against our back line specifically? Do you see any sort of uh, battles on the pitch happening? It would be interesting. Um, I think most of their threats even though it's a 4-4-2 uh, it comes in the center line cutting in from um cutting in from both sides using their uh, two midfielders on the outside as well as their uh, forwards on the inside so then the center so then the cbs for us will be tested very much but i guess they will also adapt because it's marcos they will adapt it to maybe perhaps target our right back uh Danikawahal who we have concerns about it's also there will be a lot of defensive uh, clean up to be done so Alaba and Rudiger will both be having a really or at least i expect them to be having a really tight um really busy game it's it's a question of if we can keep the ball in the midfield if we can keep it and move forward with it just enough right. enough to to test and consistently beat out their um, even their offside traps even their high line pressing um, right yeah. no we've uh, seen this uh, with uh, when we played the diamond as well right with isco mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we have to expect our full backs to push up really high provide those width, uh, provide that width and put those crosses in uh, do you feel like uh, the leipzig uh, backline are going to go for that but uh, they're definitely going to be wary of vinicius also right so how do you see that dynamic playing out I guess it's one of the one of the one of the factors that we're missing out with Benzema not being there is that he's always even when he's not getting on at the end of the crosses 
He's he's a presence on the field who draws away the defenders from him, allowing Vinicius to run into those spaces that they leave unmarked. Vinicius is now, especially with the form that he's on, he's much more of a beacon to attack. Uh, I mean, to to the defenders, constantly looking to at least mow him down, invite the fouls as well, take advantage. I mean, just to stop the flow of our play, which is. Uh, which is a big concern for us. Uh, if if not from Vinicius, I expect Rodrigo uh, to actually do something about challenging the um, challenging their backline. And then again, I'm I'm just really glad that Luka Modric is there to yeah to to, to do Modric things basically. Uh, yeah. Yep. Do you, do you have any disagreements with the with that? I guess probably uh, not. No, I feel like um, so the they might. Uh, attack more from their left hand side uh, just because uh, they have to drop back for Vinicius. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but uh, that could be uh, like problematic for them as well. Like we, we can hurt them with Valverde as well, or even Rodrigo if he starts. Absolutely. So yeah, I feel like uh, this is a really good game to get uh, ramp up a good scoreline and then steamroll them. Mm-hmm. We just have to be a bit careful. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I guess we will see a, a consistent Carlo lineup for this as well. Just to predict how we might go into this, we might not need that. We might not see that his bios starting. Um, even with this game over the weekend, he's been really good. He got a free assist with that uh, Valverde goal as well. He's been solid. Was that an assist? Okay. <laughs> uh, it counts. It counts officially as an assist. So I'll give it to him. Uh, he just picked a short cross, and uh, Valverde just ran with it. Again, um, maybe we might see. Danis Bayos starting, uh, although I think it's unlikely given the fact that it's a UCL campaign and what is expected from Real Madrid. Um, but yeah, how do you see uh, how do you see the team lining up, or what do you think could be a big change from the usual Carlo lineup that we see? We've been seeing some rotation this season, to be fair. Yeah, we have seen rotations, but uh, not for games of this magnitude yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can never read uh, this version of Carlo. Like he always uh, can surprise you. But uh, my general feeling is uh, for this game, there won't be any surprises. Uh, we might start Hazard. That's the initial feeling that I get, and uh, bring on uh, Rodrigo to really damage them against uh, more tired legs. Because yeah, you can expect them to put in a lot of pressure on the early uh, periods of the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bringing on Rodrigo like looks to be a good option to go to. True. Um, what do you think is the involvement that Carlo has in mind for Hazard in this, in this game? I mean, we've been talking about Hazard since two weeks now. Do you see Hazard uh, getting back to his roots, let's say, in this game? Or uh, what do you expect from Hazard? Or is he still pinch-warming at, at best? No, so I would say this is one of the games where Hazard can really uh, show what he's worth because mm-hmm. uh, Leipzig do play a really open, expansive game, and he could uh, drop in between the lines of that uh, diamond and then uh, give us another body in midfield to play those short passes in and release Vinny on the counter. So yeah, or like, maybe uh, to to do some creative, or maybe you act as a creative outlet whenever Modric is dropping in deep to help out with the defense, to help out with the build of play. If Hazard is which there, is maybe the absolutely. Which which is all the time whenever it's a really attacking team. That's true. Maybe Hazard can act as a creative outlet for Vinny and Rodrigo, both on the wings. 
Yeah, one can hope. That's all I can say. One can hope. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I guess then we come to our predictions for the game. So go ahead. Take, no, you take take, take no, the mic. <laughs> I mean, I'm always confident. So I I I I've also seen. I've also done some research behind it. Um, so I've seen some. I've seen some websites uh, basically predict a two-one or a three-one for us. I mean, us winning Real Madrid three. Uh, RB Leipzig won, but uh, this time I want to see the team keep a clean sheet, uh, if possible, which I don't think is likely because of all the attacks that we are going to face. Optimistically, I'm going to say three zero Real Madrid winning, uh, because just because I feel that RB Leipzig is not there yet, they haven't faced a team of our caliber yet this season, and when they have, they've crumbled. So yeah, three zero is my prediction, and Jacob, take it away, man. Like uh, before, I give my prediction. I can see why like uh, you get a lot of your predictions wrong. You're basically contradicting yourself, man. <laughs> you talk a lot about our uh, uh, difficulty in clean, clean, clean sheets, but still, mm-hmm. like three uh, nil is probably a really optimistic one uh, prediction to go to. But uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I can totally see that happening too. Like uh, with Kotoa having an amazing game mm-hmm. and. You know, us pressuring and then dominating the match. So anything could happen, but uh, I'm gonna go with a more safer bet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say three-one to us. Uh, with definitely Vinny is gonna score. Yeah, uh, Rodrigo's gonna score, and mm-hmm. I can't. I don't see where uh, else the uh, goals are gonna come from. Um, maybe yeah, Rodrigo scores again. Yeah, maybe Rodrigo scores again. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, Jacob. So it's uh, I say three zero, you say three one. So I guess we both see three goals from us happening. Vinicius, maybe he's on his uh, sixth consecutive game of the season scoring. Uh, Rodrigo pulling it out of the hat again, continuing his amazing form, and uh, one coming in from set pieces or counter attacks. I guess that is our common consensus. Yeah, I I, I can see that. Yeah. Are gonna like bet on Hazard scoring? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've had uh, people in the chat previously. Uh, Christian FSX HD has been consistently saying that Hazard will score in the UCL campaign. Uh, props to him if uh, if Hazard scores. Yeah, I think I'll have a private bet going on with him though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Hazard scoring, but uh, as you said, one can hope. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jacob. Um, I guess we'll end it there. Shout out as always to Real Madrid Committee, our partners on Instagram. Feel free to check them out. Their link will be in the description. If you disagree with us or if you agree with us and uh, if you think I'm too optimistic, just let me know directly uh, by clicking on the link in the description. You can find our Twitter there. You can find our Instagram there. And uh, if my predictions turn out to be right, um, yeah, also let me know. And as usual, guys, feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. Share the videos if you like them, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to add before we go, Jacob? No, I think you've covered it all. Like, um, looking forward to a good matchup. Cheers, man. Hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid. <laughs>